everyone, coming at you still live, Royal Grown Radio from the Summer Arts 2022 on the County Line Ranch. We're super stoked to be sitting here with Ted from Canna Country Farms, somebody who's been legacy growing, cultivating, bringing unique terpenes, unique profiles, unique flavors to the people. And we're stoked to sit down and kind of get a little bit of an insight on what you do, where you're at. Thank you, yeah. Great yeah. to be here. Thanks. Yeah, I'm loving it. Finally, you get something to do. No doubt. Some activities, <laughs> It's been right? a long couple years. Yeah, I was like going through the Emerald Cup 2021 with the whole COVID thing. And it's like we won second place in Sun Grown and Breeders' Cup. And it was like, no one knows. Yeah, totally. So thank God we're out here and we get to show the trophies and get the herb out to everybody. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because we were at that award ceremony in L.A., and afterwards, we're like, I'm not sure who won what. <laughs> yeah, it was a little confusing. I get it, though. You know, they did a great job. For yeah, the for what it was, good job. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Did but, uh, make the best of what we had. To yeah, do. I mean, they had one, right? So, woo, exactly. You know, like, and we did good. So we're proud. And it was one year that that we had just entered in three blind strains that we had been working on. I mean, blind like no one knows they're there. Um, just things we've been developing on the farm for years and we finally decided that we're gonna get them out that we've gone and through our pheno hunt and we picked and we made sure these are the ones that we want and uh, we had three different strains and they placed um, second 19th and then we missed the top 20 by one so out of the three strains we were up in the top 20s. We'll call that. We'll call that a win-ish, right? Yeah. And uh, having our our forbidden fruit Chetamoya 26 be you know 15% THC and take second place in the Sun Grown and the Breeders Cup was just like finally we got you know over the THC thing and it's really about what it does to you, the effects, the the high, how you feel, the taste, the smell, the look. It's not just a piece of paper that says, yeah, you have THC, hot, you win, you know. And so it was just really good to see that what we're doing is going in the right direction. And then just having those strains low in the low THC place high was just like, that was it for us. That was something we talk about often here, you know. I'm definitely one of those people that appreciates those mid-teens yeah, right? when it comes to THC. Yep. Me too. That's what I want to smoke. Yeah. One-to-ones are going to be the future. You know, in the next couple of years, watch. I bet you these one-to-ones are really going to take off where people are like, I don't need to get that high. I want to get high and get influenced to do things or get motivated. And that's the, you're going to get that one-to-one where you're really comes down to where you can profile yourself and you can find what works good for you there's so much more science involved now than when it was just like here here's smoke that and see if you like sativa or indica and now it's like so far past all that those lines are so blurred yeah because there's sativas that are uplifting yeah indicas yeah it's not just like it was where everybody says sativa's up and indica's low. There's no ground of the terpenes. Most everything's a hybrid these days anyway, and they call it an indica or sativa, but really it's been so bred both ways that those true lines aren't really there. 
exactly anymore. You know? I feel like the terpenes play such a role in combination with the cannabinoid blend. It's not just THC. It's no. not CBD. It's CBG. It's, it's CBN. It's all these lesser known are, and even under yeah. even undiscovered terpenes. Absolutely, that's the next thing. It's like you see these big spikes and they they do tests for 25, some tests for 85 different terpenes, but really you're not getting that, you know, a terpene could have this much of a mark on your graft and then one could have this much, but you're going to taste that little bit of that one because it's so strong. There's so many variants in this terpene space that we don't even know yet. And the way they interact with the cannabis receptors, with the cannabinoid receptors in our body, like, there's just so much more science that we need to continue to push yep. to learn this stuff, but it keeps coming back over and over to that sun grown is better. And you know, as somebody who is an indoor grower for most of my life, I'm a huge fan of indoor. I love that loud, fresh. Yep. But the science is proving what we've known up here for a very long time is that that sun grown is better. There's a wider profile. It affects you in a different way. I wouldn't have, I, I don't know if I could say that in, in just saying it, but having the data behind it and the testing to, to also back up my nose, which tells me what I'm looking for, um, you know, it, it's really come a long ways to where we're just, we're really getting that that nose, that fresh, that turf. Just, I lost my place. Sorry. No, but that's awesome because that actually, it sparked something in me that I remember when you stopped by the booth or we were talking, I think Emerald Cup or Hall of Flowers. It's, but since that moment, I've been wanting to get an opportunity to speak yeah, with you. Yeah. You dropped a jar of this on me and you were like, yeah. yo, take this home. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, wait, but I want to talk more. And we were both going different yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah. And so we didn't even really meet. You just right. were like, here you take go. I'll catch up with you later. Right? And this is the first opportunity since then that we've gotten awesome. to connect. Yeah, and I yeah. have to say, tell us a little bit about this genetic because it absolutely floored me. This is the Forbidden Fruit Cherimoya? Yes, this is the Forbidden Fruit Cherimoya. It's uh, black on black. It, uh, it'll turn black only when it flowers. The plant is really almost a lime green. And then as soon as it starts to pod out, the pods are black. From the beginning, they're that dark. They don't get darker necessarily, unless it's like a really awesome cold snap at the very end. But that is what it's going to look it's like so dark in 100 degree weather. It'll look that way. So you don't need the cold snap. You don't, you don't need, need any, any cold. Like that's naturally genetic. purple. Yep. I'm, I'm coming into the camera, Emily. Shout out to Emily, our fantastic visual coordinator. It makes me drool. So I hope you at home can really get Yeah, and that cross that. is uh, Chetamoya Forbidden Fruit. And the Chetamoya version of it, the end of it is, is basically, is a really good friend of mine who helped me breed all these. He had this lineage of this plant that he had taken from Humboldt to Maui and mixed in things like Princess Bob and Columbiana and Chris and um, Headband and uh, like uh, old school um, granddaddy perps wow and he's been breeding out the greener portion of it all and getting like the really dark black on black and then he crossed that with the forbidden fruit and that came up with the chetamoya and then there was green and totally dark purple phenos through the whole thing and in every spectrum of, of it in between and so this one was the one that my nose it brought me back to when I was in high school and uh, 
my senior year, I was working for my, my girlfriend's uh, dad in the field, you know, out in the summer growing some herb. And that's that smell I smelled that I remembered smelling back in the day. And it was this indica burmese that he was, uh, he had his cross of. And it was just like train rack, just grew big buds, purple on the stalk as well as green, and just had this beautiful ribbon running down it. And uh, that was the smell I remembered. Looked totally different growing than what I remember it looking like, but the nose was there. And so it's, it was just like the one for me. I picked that before it was even done. I go, this is the one I'm gonna keep. I mean, that's the thing, that, you know, the visual on that, obviously it's a beautiful flower. Yeah. The color is just unreal. The nose on that is so intricate and, and, and unique. Yeah, and it's the way very that unique. it hits me right in the face is like nothing yeah. I've ever experienced before. Well, yeah, that, that was my experience too. I looked at the jar, I'm like, sweet, thanks. And then like get back to my room and open it up. I'm like, whoa, this is special. This yeah. is unique. I've got a good friend, uh, Jason Kane, who did the Canna Bibles, and he oh, actually yeah. is out in Maui. Cool. And we've had this discussion a few times and doing some judging for the books and stuff. Plants change when they go to Hawaii. Like, you can take a genetic that you grow on the mainland, you take it to Maui, and there's just a little bit something different and special about the Hawaiian yeah, Islands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like you can get that tropical, like, floral bouquet from that, that it kind of mm -hmm. takes you there. Like, yeah, when you're like walking. Yeah, it's like Yeah. Or like yeah. we were saying earlier, like, almost rotten papaya. Yeah. Like, when you're walking mm -hmm. through the jungle, you can smell the papaya trees because yeah, they'll drop them, and it's like, alcoholic on the ground but I was like this is like yeah, the it's almost spoiled it's almost sour almost. you're like oh a couple more days of this and you have to throw that away right <laughs> and then the flavor actually translates from that flower that's right so that's one thing we breed for you know if it uh, if it looks good and smells good but then it only tastes okay you're cut from the team and it's so common you can't can't play that B grade you got to have all three at least if not, you know, it's got to look good, it's got to smell good, and it's got to smoke like it smells. Yeah. Just the three basics. Yeah. You know, now you can work on, well, I want it to yield, or, you know, is it, a, is it resilient, or it depends on what you're breeding for. You know, we're breeding for a straight nose, and then we wait until a month after it cures before we pull it out and smoke it and test it. So we still have, once we're done, we still have tons of work to do. It's never done. And we have to go through, and I know we have to, right? I'll go through, but we have 25 phenos of one strain, so we have to smoke all those. And we did five strains, so you know, there's a lot yeah, of smoking. A lot of smoking. Going well, on. and it's yeah. not just that they're smoking; it's like strengths. critical analysis. This is of these not things. just smoking, exactly. Yeah. It's a You're process. Paying attention to everything that's going on, and we ran into some strains from the 26. The guy had to get cut from the team just because I, I ran out of room to hold genetics. But they were like not the tastiest, didn't have the osamine, but I smoked you know, 20 joints that day. And this was like the 19th, 20th joint I smoked and it opened up my lungs like I had never experienced before. It was just like, was the smoke wasn't hot, it wasn't harsh, it didn't even feel like smoke in my lungs, it, I it was just, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And you're like, I already feel like you have oxygen in your lungs. It was like something I want to hunt in it again. I still have seeds to go through and, uh, and find that strain. But this is a medicine strain. This is 
It's got, uh, if you add water to it, it bleeds out like wine. Okay. We were smoking a joint in my buddy's boat, fishing. And, uh, you know, it's windy and I got a plate and it's a messy, so I toss it. The wind blows it back in the cabin. You know, we're walking back and forth catching fish, and the next thing we look down and it's bleeding purple throughout the whole floor of the boat. Wow. Where every little speck hit, just from the salt water mixing with it. I've never so seen that. So I went that. and did some tests at home on my own, and just, it's amazing. I have some on my Instagram where I just broke up some seeds, and then I had all this duff, and I threw some water on it, and poured it through the plate, and it just started turning more like wine, and more and more purple, and it was just kind of just an amazing strain that has a lot of different properties. For everyone at home, what is that Instagram? More for me, but for you guys too. Can of Country Farms. Okay. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. We're here in Humboldt, and uh, we're doing uh, just a lifestyle living, you know? Hunting, fishing, and growing our own herb next to our, our, our fruit trees and our veggies and raising our family right where we're growing. So it's a part every day is like our own kids like we're taking care of them they're taking care of us it's a it's a full circle you know what I mean? yeah yeah it's funny we call this a living conversation but we also talk about cultivating community people we say this is a cultivation focused podcast and we talk about growing but it's more than just growing cannabis it's about growing your community your family Absolutely. growing your wellness yeah. and that's what this event's about, proper wellness, the Cannabis Village and Summer Arts coming together. I feel like it's a really special time and absolutely. I really appreciate this opportunity to sit down. I, yeah. I'm not oh, surprised yeah. that it happened here like this so yeah, no. naturally. Yeah, it's a perfect spot. You can, yeah, we're, we're three generations deep at Canada Country Farm. My kids are, are really the legacy and they're the ones that are going to be sitting here doing the next interview while you know, I'm on the farm. They're going to take over this part, but uh, it, for now it's an honor being here and, and just loving the vibe here and the roots and back to the humble living, you know. This is what brought us here. Is, this market switch has been like a nightmare in one way and an eye-opener in the other of like where we are today and who, where do we want to be and this is where we want to be. This is why we came here in the first place is that we have community, we have great neighbors, we have food, water, we've got a clean living, we got a lifestyle that we still live no matter what. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like back to why are we here anyway? We're here because of the people we're with. We're here because of the atmosphere, you know, and what it provides. So you almost couldn't do anything else yeah, anywhere I've, else. No, no. I've, where do I want to go? Is my thought like, okay, this isn't working. Like, what, what would I do if I didn't live here? And I, I, is there a better place to go? And I'm like, no. That's, I think that's what a lot of us keep coming back to. And there's a lot of people leaving for, you know, yep. different pastures. Some people say greener pastures. I say different because different. Like the grass that. is always greener on yeah. the other side of the hill. But, you know, I think it's very well said when you were mentioning that it gives you a chance to kind of reevaluate and reassert where you want to be in life and follow yep. that path. So yeah. are you really dedicated to the plant or are you really there for certain reasons like maybe it's money maybe it's who knows you know but it's really comes down to like for me it's back to my family and to having that extra time to take to be with them and then the plant has always been number one for us as well just as a family 
we we just love doing what we do. So we don't want to stop doing it. We want to we want to create create great things for for people to be just blown away at. You know, we got ten different strains that we're just starting out with now, and we're doing all these crazy interbreeding with them this year to come up with hundred different strains out of the ten that we have already. And so. I love it that you're. Not once have you mentioned or focused on any of the like overhyped strains that everybody's talking yeah. about right now. All the genetics you're talking about are relatively unique, relatively unheard of in the grander scheme of things. And people yeah. get stuck on all this hype shit. I've got to have this. Yeah. I got to have what this guy's doing. I got to have the thing that I saw on the thing. And you're yeah. just like stick to your guns. There's we know it's always going to be hypesters out there. Yeah. If you really are a conditioned smoker you're going to be looking for something else it's not like the the college kid that wants to go get drunk he's going to go get the cheapest beer he can get it's like that thc high thing where i'm going to go in i'm going to go in the dispensary and get the cheapest highest thc i can get well after a while you're going to get sick of that you're going to learn and fast you're going to learn about wine you're going to learn about food you're going to learn about different kind of herb that you want to smoke that's like you're graduating now you're getting older <laughs> you're yeah. getting more experience with your cannabis consumption and now you want something different well we got something different always we're always coming up with something different so man yeah thanks that's, that's not that we're not playing the hype game. no doubt man well thanks for bringing that uniqueness because that hype shit comes out of people creating with passion and all of a sudden people start to discover it so you know i would not be surprised to hear one of these unique strains being the next hype thing that people are chasing from all over the country yeah so that is that's that's the hope but we're also like keeping it down home we want to be like if things do happen here for us we would like to be able to spread to our neighbors first and help support them and then move on from there and try and get it out but we're really we're really trying to hold on to our genetics and not get them out right now just because we think that having in-house genetics is, is going to be a good play later on to have yeah. you know exclusive genetics that you can't find anywhere else that's grown in this terroir so yeah, I completely we're, we're really trying to keep it in the community first but then get it to everybody at the same time yeah that's so amazing yeah. dude thank you so much Ted for coming and sitting and taking the time with us today I know yeah. it's a busy day people are trying to come over and talk to you about your herb and you're here sitting with us so oh, my pleasure thank you so yeah, much thank you guys appreciate you right on thank you thank you cool once again from Royal Ground Radio live from Summer Arts 2022 thanks again Right.